Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of $15,178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Late Night Football. It's uh, a match reaction show, and it's finished Leicester City 2, Manchester United 2, Felt like a game where the draw was going to be the result. Um, uh, you know, it, it felt like that from the start. But and it's finally over after uh, a ten, I think, ten Premier League games on the trot, uh, away games on the trot, winning that. The streak is over. Manchester United finally not won an away game, and also for the first time in this in this season, they actually did not go behind uh, in an away game. They still managed to come away only with the draw. So maybe they prefer going behind in games so that they can actually come back and win it. But um, there's there's a few things to discuss, got a lot actually to discuss. Uh, I think when the team sheet came out, I was actually intrigued because I thought it was going to be a 3-5-2. That's what I thought that he was going to play with because he started with three centre-backs and Maguire, Bai and Lindelof. And I was actually excited for that I thought because I wanted to see. I was, I feel like Daniel James is never going to be a starting winger uh, for Manchester United. I don't think he's, he's good enough to be a winger who's going to play week in, week out. He can't. But I feel like maybe he could be an attacking wing back. He might have a future as an attacking wing back uh, because he's he's pretty fast, so he's he can go up and down very quickly. And his, his shooting is obviously not the best, but he can put in a few decent deliveries when given the chance. And I think he's pretty good defensively. But as it turned out today, it wasn't the case. It was actually a, it was it was a normal four. It was a four-two-three-one uh, with Lindelof playing it right back. And I thought that was uh, a little bit of a suicidal decision playing against uh, Javi Barnes. But he, he felt I felt he held his own uh, for the time that he was on the pitch. I think he held his own. Um, Rashford should have scored right at the start, first minute. They should have scored. He should have scored that goal. I mean, that's that's a free header, simple uh, chance. I, I mean, I, I was banging. I think there's quite a few people who are probably banging their tables or their computer screens or their TV screens. He should have scored a goal. He really should have scored a goal. That one, I think, it was not played for him. He should have scored it. Um, but then he got that second bite, uh, the second chance uh, later in the half, and he took it well. I think it was a good goal. I was a bit fortunate because I don't think Bruno, you know, Bruno was basically trying to stretch and I reach it or at least try and do something with it. And it kind of fell nicely. Uh, it sometimes happens. It fell nicely for Rashford to then slot home, which I thought was a good finish. Um, and that was good. And then the, the Leicester goal to concede was a horrible one. I think Bruno, uh, there's a lot of questions of where the blame goes. I think it starts with Bruno because, um, you know, Bruno, he should know that, uh, you know, you don't do that kind of stuff on in that area of the pitch. You don't. You just try and either whip it out, either try to play a simple pass or try and, um, uh, you know, play it long or whatever, but you don't try to, you know, be cute and try and nutmeg a player or try and go, you know, play a casual pass. That was too casual. I thought that goal, what was interesting about that goal, though, a little bit tactically, is the fact that um, Leicester, after going behind, what they, what they figured out was if they can press United high up the pitch, they, 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 might, they might be prone to errors. There were quite a few moments when United were a little bit shaky under the press, and you could see two or three Leicester players all surrounding United, uh, United defender, um, which was interesting, and uh, it really worked for a while. I think these are the sort of games where sometimes you feel like maybe Donny Van de Beek would be a good option because he can kind of uh, negate that. But in this case, I, th I, thought that, I thought that was a good tactic. It was a good ploy, especially since United are not that good on the ball, uh, particularly Maguire, Fred, um, even Bailly. They're not that good. Uh, you know, on the ball, and if you if you put them under pressure, they're not that they're not that good with uh, with using the ball. So I thought there were a few nervy moments, and then that goal obviously came with Leicester closing down, pressing quickly. Um, I thought McTominay was at fault as well for that goal because um, even after it's one, 
uh, you know, Barnes is afforded too much time, too much time to shoot. I think both of them were at fault. Uh, you know, there's a debate there who's more at fault, who's less at fault. I don't think we need to get into that. I think I think the fact is that both of them should have done better um, in their respective positions and knowing what the situation of the game was as a silly, silly goal to concede. Um, in that second half, I thought it was a little, I thought it was quite even. Um, it was a little bit cagey. I think both teams are a little bit, and then both teams were actually, it was kind of the way that United, both teams wanted to get a goal, but also both teams were kind of reluctant to go all out uh, to get a goal. Um, but then the goal did come from Manchester United. It was a good pass from Bai. I thought Cavani was very smart, very intelligent with the way he found uh, Bruno. And it was a nice, nice finish. It was a good finish. And I mean, uh, Rashford should have scored before that. Rashford should have scored a hat trick really today. And I think he'll be disappointed with the result because if he had scored at least one of those two chances, United would have won. Um, but uh, ultimately, uh, it was not to be because uh, that, that second goal came. I know people might blame Tuanzibi. I don't think Tuanzibi is a part. I think it was, it, it had to be, the thing is, so the, so the ball actually ricochets of Shaw. So, you, you know, and then Shaw goes out and he gets sort of, uh, you know, he's, I think at first, I think Fred sold himself, then Shaw sold himself. Um, and then once the cross comes in, I think everybody's kind of expecting Perez to shoot from that position. But what he actually does is he actually finds Wadi. So they all go back in a line. And basically what happens is Wadi has a free shot on goal. I think Maguire should and Bayi should probably, being the two senior centre-halves and being the centre-halves, they should mark in the striker. They should have been the ones who kind of close on. Somebody's got to go next to Wadi. Even if even if Perez is trying to take a shot, somebody's got to be there to avoid the rebound. So, I mean, that that was just sloppy, poor defending. And you've got to blame both Bayi and Maguire for that. I don't think you can blame Tuan Zibi. Um, you know, for the ricochet because it was going in probably anyway. I don't think it was. I don't think it, I think it was on target. So I don't think the air was getting there. Um, so you can't even blame Tuan Zabi for that. But, you, but I think both Bai and Maguire kind of uh, you know messed up there because if one of them had if one of them had decided no, I'm going to go to Wardy, I'm going to try and close the angle down for the pass. Uh, you know that goal would have happened. happened and Leicester um, you know would not have scored. I don't. Yeah, they they probably would have, would have been a win. So I think I think that's a defensive issue. Um, and again, it brings us back to the point. People keep talking about United being a title challenger. They're not. Um, they're not title challengers. They're not going to compete for the title because that defense is, is very, very rocky, very, very shaky. And uh, unless they can get a, an upgrade in, in, in January, but, you know, I don't know who's maybe Alaba. I don't think Alaba will want to play in the Europa League. But they get they got to get a top caliber defender. Um, I don't know who they can buy. I don't know who's going to want to come to United. Um, but unless they get that, they're not they're not winning that league. The league they're going to struggle to get top four if they don't sort out that defense. To be honest, because you know they've got big games coming up. They've got Aston Villa. They've got Wolves. Teams that are, that are play very very similar to what to the way that Leicester play. Um, but a few tweaks, but they kind of all kind of play similar. And I think United that defense if you put pressure on it, it, it crumbles and uh, it it, it relies a lot on Fred and McTominay to bail them out. Um, and if one of them has an off game like McTominay, McTominay couldn't um, you know. He was kind of struggling today to keep up defensively. I thought he made a few good interceptions, few crucial blocks, but he was still struggling at times. And Barnes was kind of running through. He was struggling to keep up with that. So you know, they need they need upgrades if they're going to think about a title challenge. So at this point, I think I think it's it's fair to say that the top four challenge is the best that they can hope for. Um, the sad part though is that Leicester came into this game second, and at no point in the game did they look like they were going to win it. They never looked like they were going to win it. They they did well to come back. I think United was sloppy in both the goals that they considered. They will did well to take their chances. They were I think they probably created about three or four chances in this game and they scored two. So you know you can kind of tell that they you know United probably were the better team and they deserve to win. And it's a draw that will feel like a defeat for United. For Leicester to be second in the league and have to put in that kind of performance, what it does show is that you know there's and again that's what I keep saying. You know, people keep saying hope challengers drop points and I, you know for Liverpool, but the point is Liverpool are just so good. They don't. They, they they're so head and far and head and shoulders above everybody else because the rest of the league is so average. 
Um, you know, they, even if even if they are playing at 70, 80% of their capacity, they're going to rock this league. Um, and they're probably playing at 50, 60% capacity right now. Um, and they're still far so far. And they're already, you know, they've got a, they've got, they've already built a nice gap there um, on, the, on, the, on the teams around them. So for me, I mean, it's, it's at this point, it, and that's, that's kind of the way I always look at it. That's kind of the thing that I've always been talking is that you can't, you can't think of any team as title challenges at this point because all of them are so close to each other. So they're so tightly wound with each other. Only Liverpool are the one that are probably uh, three or four steps ahead of the rest of the league. Uh, maybe City are maybe a step or two on, on, on their good days. They're probably a step or two ahead. But for the most part, you, you kind of um, looking at, uh, at at Liverpool winning this in a canter. But anyway, uh, that's Liverpool's uh, problem. Uh, from United's point of view, I, I think um, overall, I thought, it was, I thought it was United played well. Again, like, like I said, I think offensively in midfield, I think they, they won the midfield battle. For the most part, unless they were being pressed, which wasn't always, but when they were pressed, Leicester were doing well. But if you know, when Leicester dropped off, United kind of had a lot of space. They kind of controlled that midfield battle there. I thought they had, uh, offensively they were pretty good. They created quite a few chances, which on another day with a better upgrade, a better upgrades on on certain positions, they probably would have scored those. Um, but I um, mean, defensively, I thought those two mistakes and overall they just looked shaky when they were pressing. So it was sad. From Leicester's point of view, I mean, it's hard. It's again, it's Jamie Vardy, isn't it? If Jamie Vardy's, I mean, this Jamie Vardy pretty much blamed, bailed them out in this in this one because, uh, you know, it, it's again, without Jamie Vardy performing, it almost feels like they're, you know, they're missing something. They're missing something to really consistently win games. I thought Harvey Barnes, this goal was good. I thought he was full of purpose in running. And it's one of those goals, again, if, if somebody had closed him down, that wouldn't have been a goal. I think aside from the goal, he had a few good, he showed his pace, he was pretty good down that left wing, but again, the end product was lacking from Harvey Barnes. I know people were kind of praised that, but his end product was lacking a little bit aside from the goal. Um, and I mean, defensively, there were times when they looked a little, I mean, they looked they looked solid on the fullbacks, and the fullbacks, and that maybe because, uh, you know, they were up against James and Rashford, who, who Rashford was having a bit of an off day. James, you know, isn't someone who's going to always get the better of his fullback. Um, but they looked good. I thought central defensively, it was they were okay. I think the midfield was an issue. I, I think the midfield, I mean, I, I don't think... Uh, I don't think NDD had a good game. I don't think uh, uh, James Madison what I did, was at his fluent best um, in, in what he was doing. So you know there are a few. There it, it was it was a game where I think it was it was a bit of a flawed exhibition in some ways. But uh, it was also a game where I think what we saw. I think the key takeaway from that what we saw is that uh, if 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 that these two teams at least these two teams they are not going to be competing for the title, right? I mean maybe Spurs, maybe City, they might you know bounce back, they might show something, maybe Chelsea might, uh, you know, prop up, but I don't think these two teams, for these two teams, it's going to be top four, it's going to be the, the extent of their ambitions this season, but anyway, um, it finishes uh, Leicester 2, Manchester United 2, I think man of the match, um, it's hard to pick, I'd probably pick Bruno, I guess, a goal and an assist, you can't really get much better than that, I thought Rashford, as from the fact, aside from the fact that he missed those two sitters, uh, in some in some would say they were sitters, I, I thought they were pretty easy chances for, for some for a top striker to convert, um, I thought he had a pretty good game because he made a few vital interceptions. He actually got a nice couple. Of, and he would have got the assist for the Martial goal at Barcelona. I mean, offside as well. So, you know that he he had a pretty good game. But it's just the clinicality. We keep talking about the strikers. We keep talking the fact that, you know, they need strikers who can who can take chances. And they don't have that. United have two two players in Rashford and Martial who need three or four chances to get a goal. It's Cavani is the same as well. He probably needs three or four chances to get a goal. He, he's, he's much better, I think, as a striker at this point. He's a better striker than Martial and Rashford. Rashford. He's not, again, he's, you know, it's, it's a clinicality that, that's hurting them. And, and, you know, could have been avoided. Uh, there were players that they were interested in that 
if they had come, United wouldn't be in this position. I mean, imagine having different players to Rashford and Martial who you could rely on to get goals. But anyway, that's that's a story for another day. That's just, that's a, that's a what if that that uh, you can't really work on. But anyway, it uh, yeah, it was a good game. Uh, smash a like if you enjoyed the match. Let me know what you thought about uh, about the game and uh, what do you think? What do you, what do you think? Uh, Leicester United's ambitions lie this season. What what do you think? Um, it's it's it is a it's a draw that will feel like a win for Leicester. It's a, a draw that will feel like a defeat for Manchester United. But uh, uh, please remember to also subscribe to the channel if you're new. Uh, you know, appreciate the followers, appreciate the the support, and uh, want to keep producing this content. So it'd be very nice to to have your uh, to have to have your subscription and to you know to be able to continue to do that. But thank you so much for watching. Take care. Have a good day or night, uh, whatever time you're watching this. I'll be back again with the Arsenal Chelsea reaction show. Uh, we'll be doing that as well. And so we'll be back again in a little bit. But uh, if I don't see you for that, take care. Uh, or, you know, otherwise, see you soon. Bye-bye. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.